Hello, ho, ho, and welcome back to another episode of the Radio Nessies podcast. I'm your host, Richard, with my co-host, Nick. I was looking for vengeance. Pure as pause and vengeance. Find it? No. no did, you look, did you look under the couch? Yeah. Did you look under the couch? What about Usually, I'm like, where's, where's vengeance? It's under the couch. Oh, it wasn't there, wasn't there this time. What about behind the Christmas tree? Nope. Mm. No. Oh, I'm sure you'll find it. In this Hopefully. life or the another. Hopefully. That'd be great coming back for vengeance as a ghost. Right. If that didn't give it if uh, the intro didn't give it away, it's time for our Christmas episode. Ho ho ho. Are you are you feeling all Christmassy in, in the Christmas spirit, Vic? Yep. I have a revolver next to me just in case it gets too much. <laughs> it's too Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's too much joy. I've had enough of it. Just I just start blowing off my digits at first. Let's start small. Get rid of these every time this gets too much. Yeah, today we are going to talk about 2015's Krampus. Yeah, you. By Michael Doherty. Yeah, who directed a film that you Trick fucking hate. Yeah, and uh, more recently, Godzilla King of Monsters. Right. Shall we uh, get into Krampus then? I. So we start off with uh, slow-mo shots going into a, I don't know, it's like a big department store, I guess. Yeah, like the big the big mall. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas playing. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be kind of like a parody on them. You know, the openings to a usual Christmas film where it's like they play a Christmas song and everyone's happy and yeah. joyful and then these people aren't. No, it's just showing all the negative aspects of Christmas. Yeah, it's kind it's of just, like Black Friday, but Christmas. Yeah, it's just they like, are literally like, like a stampede people. of fucking. Yeah, it's great because there's like this female, like really butch security guard, and there's one shot where she's just like dragging two huge men down, like down. I was like, this is great. One thing I will say, I've never seen it as bad as like some of the things you see in like America and stuff. Over no, here. I never have. It's usually it usually goes to the point of words saying between people here. Yeah. Um, I think I've only once I've seen, I, I do one year there was two guys that was fighting over a Turkey. Cause it was the last Turkey, but that is, and they weren't like fighting, fighting. They were just kind of like getting a bit rowdy. Yeah. That's the most I've ever seen it happen in England. And then you put them down. <laughs> yeah. Shot them both. And then I got the Turkey. I couldn't imagine ever getting to a stage in my life where I have to fight over a frozen bird. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm not really that bothered. I'll get something else. Yeah, I'll have chicken. It's fine. We'll have a big plate of pigs in blankets. Oh, yeah, give me exactly. That. Yeah, that's that is the best part about Christmas, though. It's like who doesn't like a pigs good Christmas dinner? It's like you could be fucking Scrooge, but like Christmas dinner. Yeah, go on then. Well, that's probably my favorite part about Christmas nowadays because I just the eat food forever. Yeah. yeah, and you get away with eating like from the moment you wake up till like the moment you go to sleep. <laughs> Why can't everybody be Christmas? Exactly. Yeah, because everyone you... would, would be obese. <laughs> It would be like every day. Yeah. And you can day drink without being judged as well. Exactly. You can drink all the way through the day. I'm pretty sure I, the last year I started drinking at like fucking half ten. And it, it wasn't even like beer. I'm talking like, I think I had a vodka at like half ten. And it's great because you just spread it out and you don't even get that drunk because you're eating so much. Yeah. So it's like, even though you're drinking, like nobody's making a nuisance of themselves really. It's just you're drinking and eating all the way through the day. It's great. And then you get to go in a massive food coma, coma and take Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Christmas ain't so bad. No, it's, it, no I, I, I will say the day is good. 
Yeah. I just don't like the lead. The lead up. I hate the lead up mm-hmm. because it's like three months if you work in retail. Oh, right. Yeah. So we're in the, we're in the uh, shopper stampede. And then there's a, there's like a nativity play or something going on. Yeah, and two of the kids are like battering each other. Yeah, and then uh, for some reason we find out that one of the kids is our main character. Yeah, Max. This film's got a pretty strong cast. Yeah, they all they all pretty do a really good job. We got what you've got Tony Collette, mm-hmm. um, the guy from Step Brothers. I never remember his name. No, neither can I. I like him as well. He's in quite a few things to be fair. But um, and then you've got I think the. The sister Linda, she's obviously she was in the first season of Fargo or the second season. One of them. She's been a few things as well. And then you've got the woman from Two and a Half Men. She's just died recently, actually. Oh, I, I didn't realize. Yeah, like I'm talking like maybe a, like a month and a half, maybe. Shit. Very recently, yeah. I quite like her. To be fair, she was in oh, she was in an Adam Sandler film as well. She was really funny in it. Um, Mr. Deeds, I think. But I quite like her even though she doesn't pick very good things to star in. Yeah, it was Mr. Deeds. Which I, I, I quite like Mr. Deeds, to be fair. I think that was in his drop-off period, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a few that are definitely shit, but I still like them. And then you've got the guy from uh, Anchorman and everything. I never remember his name either, but I really like him. He's from the American office as well. It's David something. Yeah. Adam Scott's the dad, that's his name. That's the dad, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tony Collette and the dad storm in to stop the kids fighting. They pull off Max and then it cuts to it cuts to their house and the nan's just making a shit ton of biscuits. This is what it this is what my kitchen looks like when Charlotte bakes because she literally bakes about sixty cookies at once. Like, do you even eat them all? I do. She has about three of them. Well, I guess I've got to eat 57 fucking biscuits now. Yeah. Sometimes she looks at the box and goes, they've got to be eaten, you know? I'm like, you fucking made them. Help me out. I'm dying here. She's fattening you up, mate. I had like 50 cookies. Yeah. She's it's a like feeder. And Gretel in it. It's just, I'm going to eat you one day. <laughs> we went completely different routes there. <laughs> we eat, you fat bastard. I'm not fat yet. You will be. Do you know if this grandma is supposed to be anybody? I mean, she's real, if that's what you mean. Oh, see, I thought she was fake. No, because I don't know. I don't know if she's... Is she, like, from a, an, an older horror film or something? I found her, but she's she's from nothing. I mean, she's in a load of German movies, but I think Grampus is, like, the only one she's done that's English. I just I wondered if she was going to be, like, you know, kind of like a... She was, like, in an old-school horror film or something. I guess not. She's no. a nobody. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> bit harsh. Grampus. Clumpus. But yeah, they get back to the house and then the parents are, you know, like saying like, oh, you shouldn't be fighting, you little cunt. <laughs> yeah. And he Wait, said... it turns out he, he fought him because the kid was like kind of desecrating the spirit of Christmas in a sense. Yeah, I think he was, he was like telling kids that Santa wasn't real and he was like, oh, I didn't want him ruining it. Fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> and then the dad goes, yeah, but was drop kicking him in the manger the best way to deal with it. And I go, I'd be yes, like, yes, it, yes was. it was. He was a little <laughs> bastard. <laughs> yeah, you got a good point there. Yeah, because it, it kind of you get the impression that Max isn't the only one that really cares about Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Especially in this family, apart from maybe the grandma, but <laughs> she seems more fucking terrified much. of Christmas. Yeah, true. Yeah, which makes it weird um, that she's making all these biscuits. I guess it's a coping mechanism. Yeah, I suppose. I guess she's she not like hiding do... in the shelter. Like, look, yeah, this is I, coming. Hide. <laughs> Sure she is, man. Like, you are fucking mental, mate. I'll go through this Get every out. fucking year, Grandma. <laughs> Crumples. Stop saying that. Crumples. 
Krampus. Oh, she's going to tell us a fucking animated story again, isn't she? <laughs> I know. Yeah. The best oh. thing was, that's literally how I wrote it in my notes. I was like, Grandpa tells her an animated story. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be animated. and then <laughs> Krampus. I don't know why she's turned into Arsenal Schwarzenegger in my my. Krampus. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Get to the sleigh. She, she holds off Krampus Kill with like me. a minigun. You're one ugly motherfucker. Don't don't get me wrong. This is a good film, but that yeah. would be better. <laughs> you imagine if we had a standoff with Schwarzenegger and Krampus. No, no, no. Schwarzenegger Rocky. playing a gran. <laughs> I Krampus. am a granny. Come <laughs> I give you milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Put the cookie in your mouth. Put that cookie down. <laughs> yeah. Do you oh. remember the remix of that song? Yep. Who doesn't? It was like pretty big cookie on down, YouTube, wasn't it? Down, cookie down. Put the cookie down, down, down. Put the cookie down. But yeah, um, the grandma asks Matt, Matt, Max, if he's uh, finished his letter to Santa as well, which uh, is quite an important plot point, actually. Yeah, it's basically the the catalyst of the film, I guess. Yeah. Nan's like, you better not fucking rip that up or Clumpus will come. <laughs> Stop saying... Why have you said everything else perfectly English and then when you say Krampus, you're like, Krampus. Stop doing it, Nan. Oh, why does my Nan look like Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> He goes all shifty, like, yeah, looks like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a Mrs. Doubtfire for Krampus. Turns out Schwarzenegger killed the real nine years ago and just took a place and no one noticed. Like, you're looking I a lot more edge. <laughs> have you, you been working out, man? Yes. I come at the gym. I come at the house. Do you ever see that? Everywhere I go, I am coming. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I love how confident he is about like, you do you, mate. Even though you're coming pr- everywhere. Stop coming. If I how had, you if I had biceps mo- that were bigger than most men, I'd be pretty confident. <laughs> I'm going to come on you. Yeah, all right. You you massive. I'm not gonna do anything about it. I'm not gonna do anything about it. Oh so I'm going to daddy. come on you while I tell you you're an ugly motherfucker. Like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, fair enough. Okay. You do you, Arnie. You do you. Schwarzenegger told me I'm ugly. What did you do about it? Absolutely fuck all. Yeah, right right move. Right move. Can you imagine him sitting there wanking on you like, I used to be the governor of I'd, California. I'd rather not imagine that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Campus. Oh, I need to get the image of Schwarzenegger coming out of my mind. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw that clip and I was like... I thought you were about to say, I remember the first time I saw Schwarzenegger coming. It wasn't a good experience. Fucking hell. Man, this is a Christmas spirit and a half, isn't it? (laughs) Schwarzenegger is coming to town. (laughs) Literally. So the... I think it's the... um, What's the mum called? Tony Collette. Yeah, I didn't get a name for some reason. I think she's the only one I didn't get the name of. Sarah. Yeah, the mum Sarah and daughter Beth, they argue about the guests coming over because I think they're, they're having... It's her sister's family, isn't it? Yeah. Not not the daughters, the uh, the mum's sister's yeah. family that's coming over. And um, you get the impression from like how everybody talks about them that they're just dreading these people coming over. <laughs> like, I would no. too after meeting them. Yeah, true, yeah. And uh, the grandma... She says something which is very important, um, foreshadowing and a half. She says to Max that, because uh, I think he's kind of... Rampus is going to kill us all. 
<laughs> yeah. He's kind of like moaning about, well, I think he's getting a little bit, you know, like emotional about still believing in, I don't know if he believes in Santa, but he likes to believe in Christmas, doesn't he? Yeah, I, and, I don't uh, think he actually believes in Santa. I no, think I think just he knows that he's the not illusion real. real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, which is called lying, you little cunt. <laughs> um, Grandma, she says, you know, not to worry about it because uh, believing in Santa is to believe in the real spirit of Christmas which is very important because this is pretty much the whole motive of this movie is the fact that we're not celebrating the right things. And then Beth is, uh, she's talking to her boyfriend on webcam and, uh, you know, he's kind of like, well, just don't worry about the the family coming over, like come over with me and smoke some pot. I think he's got like a Christmas bong. Yeah, it's like a, a candy cane bong. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. why do you have this? I know, like, do you have a bong for every holiday? He must do. That's weird. It's just weird. This is my Valentine's Day bong. He's even got them. He's even got them for like the really obscure holidays. <laughs> yeah. This is my International Women's Day bong. Oh God, can you imagine? This is what my steak and blowjob bomb. <laughs> what is that made out of? You don't want to know. Steak and blowjobs. <laughs> but this this tastes disgusting. Well, I mean, the the meat is rotten by now, yeah. And it has mixed with a lot of cum. <laughs> no, Arnold Schwarzenegger, where have you been? There's too much cum in this Christmas movie. It's my bong. Well, the whole so thing, she... there is no cum in this movie. We just keep a minute. <laughs> I'm glad. How many Christmas films have got cum in them? Maybe Bad Santa. I've never seen that. Compass. Have you seen Bad Santa? One a really long time film, ago. I don't know mm. if there's any cum in it. It seems like I'm pretty sure he's like fucking people all the way through it. And he's got like a little black elf friend. I'm pretty sure I saw the trailer and I was like, this is the kind of Christmas that I want. Yeah, I've seen it once a long fucking time ago. I don't really remember it. No, I mean, I don't think it's supposed to be that good, to be honest. But anyway, they hear this kind of like rumbling, kind of like rocks the house, doesn't it? And yeah. it's, uh, it's the the family arriving. Yeah, in the big ass Because they're all supposed to be like fucking big, like really, they don't really care about, what's rap they're very like i'm trying to think of the word they're very like in your face and they don't really yeah. give a shit they're just like knock into stuff and just walk through people and like i think yeah. when they come in they just hand them their coats they're just like here take it um the, so we've the, got the, the uncle comes in like carrying all the fucking presents and then like yeah this the is fucking, the, guy the dad from, uh, comes over to help man and mm. then they all fall on the floor and he blames him and is like, oh well done you were the one carrying 700 presents yeah yeah um, so yeah, you've got him. You've got the the sister, which is well, he's Howard, isn't he? The the wife is Linda, and then you've got Harvey or H- Harvey or something, which is the little fat kid. Yeah, the one who's literally speak. just like a dirty fucker. <laughs> he's that typical like he's that typical dirty little bastard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know the one that's got like snot everywhere when he was yep. a baby. And then you've got the two butch sisters who it's implied that the uh, dad wanted them to be boys. And um, baby as well, isn't there? Of course, I forget about the baby. And they've also brought, which uh, I don't think uh, Sarah knew about, because I think she makes a point about it, they brought their Aunt Dorothy with them as well, yeah. who is the best character in the movie, I'm telling you. Because um, she, she comes like straight in, and she's like, where's the eggnog? I need to get merry. And it's like, that's great. And then she walks into the living room and goes, it looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. And I'm like, I like you. The thing, so they that, have, like, the thing about the family, though, like the uh, the visiting family, they all moan about how fucking poor they are and how fucking rich these other bastards are. But then they have this huge Hummer, with like a pull-out arsenal. 
Yeah, like a stainless steel fucking shotgun, and then a, a like a, a a fucking beautiful like hand cannon revolver. It's like I think you've got, and the, like you said as well, they've got like a pull out arsenal. The box that kind of pulls out is like really, really fancy as well. It's like, have, is this what you've spent? Your, if this is what you spend your money on, that's why you're poor. Yeah, stop spending money on guns. Please for stop buying sake. guns, Dad. We're very hungry. Yeah. Then eat lead. <laughs> oh no! So yeah, they uh, they all have a lovely dinner, a lovely family dinner. Everyone forgets their uh, horrible views on each other, and then it's a wonderful Christmas. And Krampus doesn't doesn't arrive at all. The end. Merry Christmas! Everyone has a cookie. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed season two of the Radio Nasty podcast. We'll be back mm-hmm. next year. Bye. Nah, jokes. They all get stalked by a demon. You know, typical Christmas. It's my kind of Christmas film, to be honest with you. I just love how the fat kid has like an entire big bottle of Mountain Dew at the Christmas with him, and he just fucking sits there downing it and then belching. (laughs) It's funny because he downs it, and then whenever he belches, he looks someone square in the eye. Like he just picks a victim and goes, "Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like this is my table now, bitch." At least pour your Mountain Dew into a glass. At least pretend you're fancy. The best thing about this kid as well is that he doesn't say a fucking word through the whole movie. Nope. He just stares. He seems like nearly retarded, this kid. Because Max tries to make small talk with him, doesn't he? And he's like, oh, what did you uh, ask Santa for this Christmas? Yeah, and he just stares Max. at him. And he's like, like, video games or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, and then the sister comes up from behind and goes, a dialysis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah, great. Yeah, it's funny because uh, um, Dorothy uh, makes a comment about the, the food. I think Howard basically says, like, you know, oh, it could have been better. So I think he makes a comment about the chicken being dry. How fucking it's like, rude. Mate, it's fucking Christmas. Just shut up. Yeah, because the aunt says something negative. So, like, the husband well, tries says, to... The husband's like, oh, it's, it's really great. You know, it's great dinner. And then... Yeah. Uncle comes in like... Mm bit dry well dorothy says something funny because she kind of comes out as like who doesn't make ham for christmas what are you now a jew I'm like that's great the thing is it's like you get the impression from the ant that she's very forward but she doesn't really mean anything by it she's just one of those fucking you know like tough women in the family where they don't really give you emotion but they've they've always got your back yeah whereas like howard's just a prick he's, he's, yeah, like, he's just an asshole because you even hear afterwards um the, uh, Tommy turns to him and says, "Like I know, but you could have just said something nice about it." And he goes, "I will say something nice if the dessert comes out and it's good." Yeah, it's like you're a cunt. <laughs> Take your. If that was me, I'd be like, "Take your." I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen worse, mate. I can tell you. Yeah, and then you get a pretty fucking horrible scene because the two Butch sisters they have they've stolen Max's letter to Santa around his pocket. Yeah. I think they notice when they come in, and then at the dinner table, it's implied that they've got it at some point, and they uh, they read out his Christmas letter like to everybody. It's like, why do you have to be this horrible? It's <laughs> just in front of the whole dinner table as well. It's like, leave the lad alone, yeah. dear Santa. This Christmas, I want Arnold Schwarzenegger to stop coming on me all the time. <laughs> Santa Santa's like, I can't back, do like, that. I can't do it. No, it's, it's <laughs> what do you want me? To, what do you want me to say to him? Look at him. Fuck off. Biceps are bigger than my sack. <laughs> so yeah they they basically read out his letter and you know you think it's going to be like oh i want this toy for christmas and this toy for christmas but max has actually taken the lesson from his 
Graham. And it's even more embarrassing because he's just written about things that he wants to do with his family again. Like he's like, oh, I want to spend more time with my sister. And then I want my mum and dad to love each other again. You're like, oh, you poor kid. Someone take the letter off them. Like, how is it that none of the parents just got up and went, give me the fucking letter? What is it with Tony Collette starring in films where she's a bit estranged from her husband? Yeah. Do you know what's funny as well? <laughs> at least this one doesn't the end burst this, into uh, flames. <laughs> she gets hanged at the end of this film as well. Yeah. It's like, oh, reminiscent of another film she's been in. You've got is that head going to fall yeah. off now? <laughs> so, um, Max, they get the letter off. And, oh, it's good because they read, like, the end of it, and it's kind of like they're laughing at them because it's not about them and then they read like the back of the letter and he has actually written stuff about yeah because he's even too. nice about the other side of the family it's like oh if you could uh, stop giving them such a hard time well they read it don't they and he says something they don't read it out but they like they get insulted because they're like screw you like dad doesn't wish we were boys yeah yeah so I imagine he's written there he, like he does he wished you <laughs> were boys yeah yeah look at how you're dressed most kids don't get knuckle dusters for christmas no i wish i did they're all the rage this year so max runs upstairs and dorothy being her usual self she comes out with she's like you know why don't you just lay off him like the kid deserves a prize just for telling the truth yeah i like you she's she knows what's going on so his uh his dad comes up they have like kind of a little heart to heart and he's like you know they're only here for and you can see him like realize that he's like you know they're only here for three more days and you can even see him kind of go fucking hell it's still a long time away yeah the kid makes a good point though and he's like why do we have to socialize with these people just because we share the same dna yeah well it makes it kind of like he there's a whole point about family isn't it where it's like you know that's what family are you you don't really know that much about them but you just get on with them because they're your family no, but I agree with the kids. Like, why? I agree with the kid. Yes. I don't care. It's like, why are we? Why are we still? In, this is what I'm saying. This is why I don't agree about Christmas as much because it doesn't really about Christmas anymore. It's just about giving people gifts and then not seeing them for a year or something. I I, I feel like Christmas would be better if you get to pick the people you really want to come around your fucking house. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if your family's a cunt, like, yeah, don't worry about having them over Christmas. No. Fucking. Like them traditional value fucking things, are, it's long gone. Like we don't have to be like that's just like an old thing carried over. It's like why should you have to like your family? If they're dicks, they're dicks. Can't yeah, it's like, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're a dick, you're a dick. I'm not a dick, but I am addicted, addicted to crime. To crime. Well, well, fighting it. That is. <laughs> that's not crime. That's just a box with crime written on it. Take that crime so, and shit. Max decides that he kind of like he he puts his letter into the envelope and then you can see like the gears turning and he's like you know what fuck you I'm not going to be nice this Christmas like yeah. I'm ripping this shit up so he rips up the uh, letter and throws it out the window which ominously starts a storm pretty much instantly <laughs> that that be when I start shitting myself like oh yeah. fuck I've summoned Krampus haven't I if Man. I if, if I can see the fo- the the storm forming before my eyes I'm gonna go. I yeah. think I'm just gonna leave. Like storms like, don't, don't usually just form like that. <laughs> no. But um it cuts to our first day in the film, I guess. It's the twenty third of December. Because you get the days through his he opens his ad, uh, advent calendar, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. 
Do you not think the pictures on the advent calendar are fucking creepy as it is? <laughs> they were, though, on those old school yeah. fucking... It's like, give like me the, the snowman looks, ones. The snowman picture that he opens on the 23rd looks worse than the fucking snowman that end up in his garden. <laughs> yeah. So that's terrifying. Yep. But yeah, he, uh, he looks out his window and he spots that there's a, a snowman in the garden, which you don't really think anything of it because you're like, well, it's a snowman. Yeah. And then he goes to the the parents and kind of goes like, there's a snowman out there. And they're kind of like, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, well, who built it? Oh, actually, maybe. Probably wasn't Krampus, was it? Well, yeah. I'd probably like, maybe we've got a stalker in the garden. Oh, well, he's probably died of exposure now. Merry Christmas, anomaly stranger. (laughs) Just just shows you a shot of fucking Jack Nicholson, like frozen. (laughs) Comes to spring when all the snow's melted and there's just this horrible, rotten corpse on their lawn. Honey, the, dad just the goes corpse out. have started to show. <laughs> they get them out like so casually, just chuck them in the back of the truck. Well, I'm off to the tip. <laughs> yeah. Our corpses, is it? You've got to go to the left. <laughs> General Waste is in the right, corpses in yeah. the left. I'll hope you get them off in a minute. So a, uh, they, they also, they're arguing about having no electric because... Um, Sarah's worrying at the fact that she's got like 12 people in the house or something yeah, with no yeah. no heat, no electric. Or anything. I was like, to be honest with you, I don't think heat's going to be that much of a problem if you've got 12 people in there. <laughs> Good Just point. stay in one room. I'm sure yeah. the body heat will keep you going. But yeah, food maybe. I'm sure they've got loads of canned food. Well, the, 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 the uncle comes in like a dickhead because he's the one yeah, who and he's like, oh, food. Eat. And then yeah. Tony collects like, well, there's plenty of leftovers. It's like, beer it is then. I know. And it's like, why can't you just be you? You've just yeah. gotten up. Oh, yeah. I need to be fair, it is Christmas. Exactly, I just yeah. said I do the same thing, so I can't really pull him out for that. Not on the 23rd, though. That's still <laughs> yeah. Christmas Day, you get absolutely fucking twired. Yeah. Steadily over the day. Who so, is uh, going to choose warm beer over Christmas leftovers? I know. I love leftovers. Like in it, I'm not even just Christmas leftovers. Like I, I thought you were leftovers. about to say you love warm beer, and I was going to judge you. No, I don't. I don't like warm beer at all. But I mean, I'd drink it if I didn't have anything else. But no. But leftovers, like I love leftovers. Charlotte's you need everything like left over though. Like, yeah, I know. No, literally, chips. like like everything, mate. Like Charlotte will leave half of her dinner overnight, and I'll eat it in the morning. Like that's not even a joke. Like I will eat like cold pasta in the morning anything fish i eat everything <laughs> i don't buy munch anymore you, because Charlotte you, just leaves you, make her it, you make it sound like you're like waking up in the morning and pulling a goldfish out your bowl like oh leftover fish <laughs> like can <laughs> yeah. you stop eating our pets it's weird i've still got combo to be honest <laughs> oh leftover dog well combo time to get rid of one of your limbs oh no don't eat your dog no, I think that's the one thing I wouldn't eat. Hello, cat. Oh, leftover girlfriend. Oh, yeah, I'd eat Charlotte. So a uh, a package arrives, and I feel sorry for this fucking delivery driver because it's awful outside. The, yeah. The, uh, the storm is like, I mean, I mean, he dies, so I feel of worse exposure. for him after this, But, like, I, I feel sorry for the guy having to fucking deliver around in this. This is his last um, moments on Earth. Well, you see his, his van as well later on. He's not got even like any of the chains, you know, like on the, the tires or anything. Well, the song was so sudden, like, wasn't it? Yeah, like he's... The, that guy must have been well annoyed. I'm not delivering fucking... Imagine an Amazon driver doing that. No. Exactly. No, actually, um, fair. Amazon, I can, because I feel like they'd lose their jobs. Roy- Royal Mail would be true, like, yeah. no, we're not going out. Amazon, you got Jeff Bozos, like, well, I might... Get on with it. I might lose a couple of quid, so... Uh, 
get on it. But I might mm-hmm. die. Oh, it doesn't bother me. Well, I'm worried about the money. Not I didn't you. say anything about you. Yeah, so a package arrives. And while the uh, while Linda is signing for it, she notices like this big sack like next yeah. to it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, are these for us as well? And he's like, mm, I don't know. He's like, it's not from me. He says something like it's from the boys in brown. I think he means UPS because they wear brown. Ah, right. Okay. I really didn't get that. Yeah. So they take the sack inside, which is very important. And uh, Beth asks to go and see if her boyfriend's okay because she can't get like any contact from him. And they're obviously like, look, there's a storm on. Like, don't worry about it. And she's like, yeah, but I could check to see if anybody's got power. So they obviously quite like that idea. So they're like, right, okay, you've got one hour. Go away and come back afterwards. But yeah don't belong it's funny because uh sarah keeps going on about the grand the grandma being in the fireplace because she's like max get your grandpa out the uh, grandma out the fireplace before she sets the house on fire <laughs> that makes it then, fucking worse <laughs> yeah and she she gets like she gets annoyed like just before beth leaves and she turns around to the grandma and she's like can you get out of the fireplace and then when she turns around it turns out she's been uh, making hot chocolate yeah, right, you feel bad now, don't you, Tony Collette, you bitch? Beth is, uh, she's making, you know, her way through the storm, and uh, it kind of like suddenly calms, you know, kind of like if you're in the eye of a, an eye of a, sto- uh, a hurricane. Yeah, it kind of does that where everything yeah. kind of gets calm like really quickly, but then it gets dark. And uh, this is probably possibly my favorite scene in the movie, to be honest with you. She hears like a thud, so she looks around and then sitting on like one of the fucking rooftops, like, and it, you can't see it, you can just no. see like it's like the outline of it because it's so dark and it's got these two fucking giant horns coming out of it it's like a big big fucking thing she's obviously like what the fuck like legs it and then it's got this like shot where it's following her but you can see the houses in the background yeah and this creature's just like leaping across the roofs to like keep up with her it's so well done i think it's probably one of the creepiest parts of the movie to be honest with you yeah yeah because like a lot of the movie, especially when it ramps up, is kind of done like kind of semi slapstick eventually. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like this is pretty much pure nightmare fuel. She ends up reaching the poor delivery guy's van who has been what looks like scared sick. Death, yeah. Yeah, like he's dead, but his face is like frozen in fear. So she she hides under the van and then, you know, Krampus is like walking around the van. He's got these giant hooves. So you can just, you can only see the giant hooves. He's got like chains wrapped around him. He looks, he kind of looks around and then he seems to, he seems to fuck off. And then Beth hears like this music behind her and uh, Krampus has left her a little jack in the box. That's nice of him. Yeah, it's, 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 that's it. She gets a present and Krampus is like, Merry Christmas. He goes away. <laughs> Sorry I scared you. Um, Not the as bad as box. I look. I know I look terrifying, but I'm actually quite nice. <laughs> I'm a nice man. Um, the, the jack in the box kind of like, springs open but nothing comes out it's kind of like a fake scare in it and uh and then we see like whatever is inside kind of like slowly rise up and then it cuts to like a bird's eye view of the van and we just hear beth like scream and then the van's like shaking as if whatever's underneath it is like ravaging her and that's the end of beth she lasted yeah. long i the first time i watched this i was genuinely shocked she died so quickly yeah well i thought she was going to have some sort of like relationship with the brother you yeah, know, I thought it was, like, yeah. Like, kind of, she hates him, but loves him at the same time. I thought it was, yeah. like, going to be that kind of thing, where they kind of stick together, but nope, she's gone. Dead. And then, straight after this, though, but she's dead, another snowman appears in the garden. So in the house, um, Tommy and Sarah, they have kind of, like, a heart-to-heart, where they're 
you know, they kind of admit that they they miss each other. I, I assume it's kind of like their life's so hectic now they don't really get time for each other anymore. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're quite a wealthy family, so I imagine they're both got a wave on careers. Because yeah. they sit together um, and they just go, God, I miss us. Yeah, because it's kind of like they kind of seem even a little bit off with each other throughout yeah. this movie. And yeah. this is kind of like one of the first times you actually see them like kind of be a man and wife. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, fuck, I wish we'd have to go through all this anymore. And uh, Max interrupts them because he's kind of like, I'm not being funny, but it's already dark outside and Beth isn't back. So they go to Howard and they're like, you know, can we borrow? Can Well, I think they say to him, like, will your Hummer get through this? And yeah. he says something like, if I I could get up now, drive that. And I'd be on the norm. Uh, what is it? He says, like, I'd be uh, storming the beaches of Normandy by by nightfall or something. So I don't and think you like, would. Right, I don't think you'd get get across like the sea and shit, mate. I th- I think Not that good be, of a car. Uh, I think you might be compensating for something, mate. To be honest, <laughs> you've got a small penis, don't you, Howard? Yeah, I have. yeah, it's, yeah. it's fucking tiny. Yeah. His wife's like, it is. It's useless. It's, it's funny because Dorothy's like sitting in the corner listening and she's like, well, you let them run off and next minute, boom, shotgun wedding. And then Linda's like, Dorothy, please. And then she turns around and goes, well, Sorry. you'd know. <laughs> God, even Howard kind of looks at her like, is that what you think of me? Yes. Just before they head out, I think it's Tommy and Howard that decide to go out, don't they? Um, yeah. And the grandma gets really fucking weird about it. She's like proper shaking, trying to beg I don't. She's not bothered about Howard, but she kind of goes over to him. Like, please, please don't go. And he's like, "What are you worrying about? Like, I'll, I'll be out Club and I'll come back." Krumpus. <laughs> so they, um, Tommy and Howard, drive around in the Hummer, and there's like it's fucking eerie outside. It's, it's pure dark now. There's nobody on the streets. There's no lights, and I think even the radio doesn't work like yeah. at all. Like, I think you see him going through, like, about 40 stations, and he's like, this is a bit weird. Like, even for a storm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you should, yeah. you probably should be able to get some signal from somewhere. And they run into an abandoned snowplow. They investigate the snowplow, and it's kind of, it's really weird because, like, the door's open, the keys are still in it, like, nothing's really been turned off. And uh, the windshield's cracked, and Howard says, like, you know, the poor fucker, he must have went straight through it. And, um... Tommy's like, no, 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 I think it's the opposite. That that glass is broken inwards. Yes, it's like, gone oh, in. Dear. Yeah, like that probably isn't good. And this leads Howard to get out his arsenal. And he's got like this fancy gun case that comes out of the back of his boot. I know, right? Because it's like part of the boot, isn't it? It's yeah. not as if it's even just sitting in there. It's like no. part of the boot that he's made a secret compartment for his arsenal. Because Tommy doesn't doesn't Tommy turn around? And he's like, "You brought guns. You packed guns on Christmas." Yeah, it's but funny because Howard look gives at him, him. Of course, the, he did. Yeah, Howard gives him the big fucking hand cannon, and he's like, "Oh, this is heavy." And then Howard's like, "Yeah, it's Linda's." He's such an asshole. He's such a dick. The rest of them at the house, they're they're kind of like talking, and they they hear. Um, I think this is this where the mum and sister kind of have a little heart to heart because they're on about the angel on top of the tree, aren't they? Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't realise you had mum's angel." Yeah, it seems like Linda's a little about, bit oh, how, hurt. Yeah, so like, remember how we always Deep used to it. fight over who gets to uh, yeah. put the angel on the top of the tree? Um, and they they hear everyone kind of hears like thudding. And walking upstairs like someone's like chattering around. I think one of them they says, just "Oh, it's squirrels. squirrels." Yeah, and then there's like a massive bang, and everyone goes silent. And then the the mum kind of goes, "You know, see, 
squirrel. And then Dorothy is like, yeah, probably playing with the nuts. <laughs> she is great. You know, if I was in a horrible, horrible situation, she's the kind of person I want there. Yeah, she's like made in the mood. She feel better. Yeah, just like we're probably going to die, but you know. But she's also the kind kind of person that you know when she's being serious, like oh, we're fucked. Yeah, like she. Like if she was not as if she's all like going to die, we'd be like, oh, yeah. okay, well, let's just off ourselves, get it over with. We got no. Time. Yeah, even Aunt Dorothy's worried. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, what while the when when it thuds as well, the grandma, another another inclination that she knows more than what she's letting on. She kind of like looks up the fireplace while the fire's on, nonetheless. I'm like, don't set yourself on fire, Grant. It's a bit weird. We don't need to get to that level yet. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to be doing stuff on Christmas. Boxing Day, you set yourself ablaze, not Christmas. Grant's on fire. Well, it is Boxing Day. Again. Tommy and Howard, they reach Beth's boyfriend's house because it's like fucking wrecked in it. Yeah. Done because I think Howard even stops joking about at this point. He's like, you know, I don't, I don't like this at all. And he finds a uh, a gingerbread man impaled onto the fridge, and it's well funny because Howard just looks at it and goes, "Whoever did this is a demented son of a bitch." Yeah. It's like, what gingerbread man impaled on fridges is what? That's bad. That's really bad, is it? <laughs> yeah, demented, demented, and delicious. They they also find that the fireplace is like because I think Howard thinks it's a broken gas pipe or something doesn't he because it's kind of like cracked all the way down like from the top of the wall to the bottom of the fireplace there's like a big crack that comes back Um, uh, later doesn't it yeah because they find hoof marks in the living room as well coming away from the fireplace they they suddenly hear beth calling for help so uh they they run outside and howard is attacked by what i like to call snow tremors Snow tremor as well. I'm surprised they haven't done a snow tremor yet. I, I mean, they've done like African tremors, so yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't. But yeah, you don't really see these things, do you? They're kind of just like fucking worms in the snow, I guess. It's, I think it's the sort of thing you wouldn't want to see. It's more threatening when it's just a lump of snow coming. Exactly. You. Yeah, you don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, he, he kind of gets grabbed, and they're uh, they're dragging the. They're dragging Howard down into the snow. And then Tommy, like, they have, like, a weird moment where Howard thinks he's going to shoot him because he's like, Tommy, no. Because Tommy's, like, pointing the gun at him. And then it kind of it even does a cutaway where he shoots. And you're like, did he shoot him? And then it cuts back and, he, and he's, shot, he's shot the snow tremor. Yeah. So it was like, I, I really didn't think he would have shot him, to be honest with you. Like, it's just a weird, it's a weird cutaway. Like, he's not the kind of person that you would think would just execute Howard. No reason. Like, <laughs> you know Your time's <laughs> over. But yeah, he, he, it, it obviously is... Fucking insult the... my wife's dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, uh, he shot the snow tremor, kind of like scaring it off. Did you notice as well? I don't know if you did. It might just be me. But the, the snow tremor has got the same scream sound effect as the thing does. Oh. Like w- one of the screams. The thing does a, f- a few fucking screams, I think. But um, it's definitely a sound effect from one of the screams. From oh. uh, from the thing. Fair enough. That's but cool. Michael, yeah, Michael Dockett is like a massive horror fan. So there's a, quite a lot of references in this, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. But they they end up finding the Hummer has been destroyed while they've been looking in the house. So they're basically fucked now. Gutted, Howard. It's great as well because like the Hummer's pretty much like in half. Like it's a fucking fire. big big car. Yeah, and like something's ripped it in half. So they get home. 
you know, everyone's kind of panicked at first because obviously Howard's been bitten by this snow tremor. And then Tommy kind of has to, you know, like kind of have a word with him, like, you know, stop fucking making out as much as it is. Because they come in, they're like, you know, what's going on? And Tommy's kind of like, oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's just, we've just got to get, you know, everyone get in here and sit down. You know, it's the storm. And then Howard's kind of like, fuck that. Like, you know, we should be fucking pat. And then he gives him kind of a look. And then Howard's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was just like a bear trap or something. Um, I think it's Max that goes like, we don't have bears here. No. It's like, I mean, you're in like a residential area. Yeah. It's It's not as if they're near like fucking woods or anything. Oh, we'll get bears down here all the time. It reminds me of the street from Home Alone. This this street. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with all the big houses kind of like, I just imagine like, Harry and Marv driving down in a van. Like, nope, none of these houses. <laughs> See, nope. Tom ripped nope. in half and be like, we should go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not the silver dollar. So, uh, the, yeah, Sarah asks Dorothy to take the kids into the, the kitchen, and she says my favourite line in the whole film. She goes, why me? I never liked kids. <laughs> Even when, when I was, was one. one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Tommy says, you know, the grand... You know, you go and you go and help, and then the grand turns around. She's like, "Keep the fire hot." You're fucking ominous, mate. Like, tell us what's fucking going yeah. on. Yeah, like, stop German being so bitch. blunt. Like, right, keep the fire on because if you don't, Krampus is going to fucking come through and kill you. Yeah, like, I, th- I wish you'd have told me that twenty minutes ago, Grand. Yeah. For yeah. fuck's sake, it's, great it's funny because when they're in the kitchen, um, Dorothy's like giving all the kids like peppermint schnapps. It's great because because she's she's like, "Fine, I'll do it." And she's like, "Come on, kids, I'm going to teach you all how to make peppermint schnapps." Yeah. And then, like, she's made them, and then the uh, it's Howie, the, the the fat kid, he's kind yeah. of just staring at her, and she's like, no, you can't have any of this. It's, it's alcohol, you know, like your parents kill me. And then he just stares at her, and she's like, oh, okay, oh, as long as you don't, don't wrap me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grandma is fondling a cleaver as well. She's just in the kitchen, like, going to have a look at this cleaver. It's quite nice. The rest of the adults, they argue about what to do, you know, because they say it's too cold to go outside. But I think um, Howard makes a comment about he's, like, nearly got frostbite in like yeah. under four minutes mm-hmm. it's like i think you're out there for longer than four minutes like you were looking around a house for about 10 of them and then you're, you're driving around no for... tremors for a while yeah it's like i think you've been out there for longer than four minutes yeah so they i think it's tommy he says you know we'll stay put until the weather breaks and you know then then as soon as as soon as the storm breaks we'll we'll fuck off they uh they they board up the house and this is the point where howard kind of starts coming around he kind of gets a bit better now um, because he kind of says to, to in his own way, he I think he says like, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for thinking you were a spineless dick all these years." And Tommy even kind of gives him a look, and he's like, "Oh no, this is him being nice, isn't it?" So mm-hmm. yeah, fair enough. Like this is him basically being the way that Aunt Dorothy is. Yeah, yeah. Where like she, like, he is... doesn't really say sorry, but he is saying sorry. He probably just doesn't know how. No, nah, he to doesn't. Be nice. like he's obviously been brought up like this, isn't he? Because he's doing it to his kids now. So it's a horrible cycle. Max asks his dad, you know, he says, like, grandma's been acting different. And then Tommy says, you know, don't worry about it. She gets weird over Christmas anyway. Which is weird, because why wouldn't Max know that? He's old enough to have been around his grand enough to be like, oh, yeah, she gets weird. He asks his dad why she's weird over Christmas. And his dad's just like, I don't know. She never told anybody, kept it to herself. But she's just fucking nuts. She's just fucking German. I don't know, it's probably World War II flashbacks. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. Howard volunteers for the first watch. 
So he's like, I think he, he makes a comment, doesn't he? He says this quite a few times through the film. He's like, you know, a shepherd needs to protect his flock. I think he says it when he, when he asks him about the guns as well. Like, why did you bring guns to Christmas? He's like, oh, a shepherd needs to protect his flock. And it's like, what are you fucking protecting them from? I mean, yeah, obviously in this case, but I mean, Day how many today, Christmases yeah. have you had where you've had to fight ancient demons? Seven. All the time. But um, Howard... Ancient demons. Howard falls asleep pretty much straight away, I think. Yeah. In hindsight, like, he probably shouldn't have done the first watch. He was quite injured. Yeah, like, he's like, well, you have some rest out a little first, bit. mate. You're, you're quite fucked. Yeah. I mean, I guess he was doing it to try and, like, make it better between him and Tommy because they just made up yeah, so I, I guess, guess he was just trying to do, but it was like, yeah, I, I agree. If I was Tom, I'd have been like, mate, I appreciate it, but I think you probably need to get some rest first. Or you're just going to fall asleep and we are going to yeah. get attacked by gingerbread men. That yeah. seems oddly That's a very specific. specific thing. Yeah, like I don't, oh no, no, we are going to get attacked by a gingerbread men. And a giant so, fucking jack-in-the-box slug <laughs> creature. Why are you on? Horrible. Meth. <laughs> it's, it's ruining my life. <laughs> We might look like we have a happy life, but really, I'm just a horrible drug addict. <laughs> I can't afford the mortgage anymore. So everyone's asleep in the living room, and unfortunately, the fire has gone out, which gives the uh, the demonic gingerbread men a chance to uh, come down and bait the little fat kid. Oh, this scene is fucking brilliant. I mean, these gingerbread men are literally gremlins, aren't they? Yeah. Like, this is the yeah. reference, because, I mean, there's a scene later on with the gingerbread men, and it's, it's just gremlins all over. But they, they're little, like, they're the typical, like, mischievous fucking demon things, where they kind of, like, they're just a bit goofy, aren't they? They're quite slapstick. Yeah, they're sort of like um, the, the little mini ashes in Army of Darkness. Yeah, yeah. They're just like little fuckers. Yeah. So they come down with this like giant chained hook with a with a gingerbread man at, uh, attached to it. And it's hilarious because they jingle the chain and then they show you the fat kid and he kind of comes out of his sleep by sniffing it. You know, like yeah. a dog in a cartoon or something. <laughs> yeah. Where they sniff it. So he obviously gets up, goes straight because he's a fucking moron. I'd be like, why is there a giant hook here? He but doesn't he, even uh, question it. But yeah, but yeah. No! He just walks over and pulls the chain out. He doesn't the even try is, to take the gingerbread off. The kitchen off. is full of gingerbread men. If he wanted one, get one in the kitchen that isn't on the hook in the chimney. Yeah, so this seems sus. Like, even if it was perfectly legit, it's probably got filthy by coming down the chimney. Yeah, I'd be, I'd, I'd at least be washing it for Christ's sake, you fat little cunt. So he he pulls the chain out, and because he's a fat little cunt, he takes a bite like out of the gingerbread man while it's still attached to a chain. Yep, this is a wonderful meal. This is. I love it when here's your gingerbread men chains. served with chains. Imagine you were like you ordered like a fucking takeaway, but it's taken a while, and then you hear your chimney rustling, and if. <laughs> You just eat deliveries come by a chain. Like, oh, cheers, mate. Uh, just yeah, just put the money on the hook. You um, get like a text, like your hook is on the way. Like, do they mean what? Do they mean cook? <laughs> Can you imagine a chef showing up. I'm just here to uh, cook your uh, takeaway dinner. Ramsey, looking to live your God. This fucking house is raw. What does that mean, Gordon? You fucking donkey. <laughs> yeah. They should have had uh, Gordon Ramsay should have played Krampus. <laughs> well, you've just made this film better. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he takes a bite out of the gingerbread men, and there's this like hilarious moment where the gingerbread man like comes alive, and he's like, "Huh? 
like looking at his head that he's been bitten out and then just starts like screaming at him. As you would if someone bit your head. Yeah, yeah. But then he like, he, he does like, it's fucking awesome. He like runs around with a chain and just like runs up and down the fat kid, like chaining him up. And then they all like, he just gets hooked up the chimney. It's hilarious. His family the family fucking heavy sleepers. Yeah, they, they, it takes them a long time. Like, he, I think the kids start screaming and then they start, then they start waking up. They try to grab him. I think it's uh, Sarah in it that grabs him by the feet because she kind of get like sucked up the chimney with him. Yeah. Because she sees the gingerbread man because she like starts screaming and the gingerbread man does like, you know, the thing from the mummy where he, the mummy screams at him and then he screams back. But it's like Sarah screams at the gingerbread man and the gingerbread man just like screams in her face. Yeah, unfortunately, well, or fortunately, Howie is uh, taking up the chimney. Gone. That bastard. The tree burns down at this point as well. Yeah. One of the logs fall out or something. Yeah, because Max comes in and douses the flames out, doesn't he? Yeah. He Tom, seems to be the only one who's even noticed. Like, the tree is on fire, guys. Yeah. We're all going yeah. to die. It's great because Howard comes out the chimney and he's just like, what an holy thing was that? It's like, your son has just been taken. <laughs> By a gingerbread man on a hook. Yeah. Not again. What do you mean again? But this uh, this spurs on Grandma to finally tell us what she knows in animated form. Could have told us a while ago. Would have would have helped. Yeah. The animation is good though. Oh, it's inc- yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I love animation like this. It's kind of like you know, kind of like Coraline. Yeah, yeah. But it's like more arty. It's like it's less. I don't know how to describe. It. It's kind of less like plasticine. It's more like kind of like mo- literally moving pictures, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And she basically says that, you know, when she was a kid, I mean, I'm guessing it was some sort of horrible time because everyone's fighting over food and shit. Well, I imagine it's it's probably like post-war Germany or something. Yeah, so they're all like fucking starving. And she basically says, you know, everyone had forgotten the spirit of Christmas. She kind of finally broke as a kid because her her family, her parents kick off as well. They, They don't really celebrate Christmas. And she kind of like loses her will for it. So... She makes a wish that called for Krampus. And well, well, actually, she says she just called for someone to help her with this. You know, she's like, you know, I fucking hate Christmas now. And she says something like, well, it's not, it wasn't St. Nicholas that answered the call. It was something darker and more ancient. And uh, she said that Krampus comes not to reward, but to punish. And you kind of see like through the animation that him and his crew, they fuck around with her mum and dad, take them away, I guess. And then, like, Krampus, like, comes into her doorway and, like, winks at her before just, like, walking off. And then she says that Krampus left her as a reminder of what happens when hope is lost. So Krampus is a fucking dick. He's like, not only am I going to take your parents, but you're going to be left to remember it. Howard isn't having any of it. He's like, you know, this is a fucking load of shit. She's mental. There's no, there's no demons. And it's like, you got nearly taken into the snow by a, by a grabber, for Christ's sake. I'd be believing anything at this point. Yeah. Well, I'd be like, fucking, it gives us some sort of motivation to come up with a plan. Like, yeah, fair enough, we'll do. We'll believe this. Well, that basically does happen later, doesn't it? Because yeah. when the family yeah. come down the attic, and he's like, oh, you know, what's up there? And he's like, oh, you don't want to know. And he's like, well, I've just faced a load of fucking gingerbread men, so I'm willing to believe Yeah, he says, I got my ass kicked by some gingerbread men. So he decides to, he's like, fuck this. I'm going outside. I'm going to go get help. These are all morons. I've had enough of this. He goes outside and the garden is full of snowmen. Yeah. And there's, there's something skittering about outside. 
Yeah, you see like a few little like they kind of look like um fuck, I forgot the names. The you know the the things from Star Wars, the little things with the hoods. Jawas. That's it, yeah, Jawas. Fucking hell. They look like like demonic Jawas, like yeah. brown about. Because you can only see like their shadow and then they've got glowing fucking eyes. Like and they keep like running in between the snowmen. And then it's it's even weirder because one of the snowmen looks like his kid it looks like howie so going by the the implication that the snowman appeared straight after beth i assume like these snowmen are the people that they've got from the the street i guess because obviously Beth's boyfriend's house been taken yeah yeah Yeah, because like one of them looks like howie and then obviously one of the snowmen appears straight after beth's been taken so i assume these snow people are people they they pull howard back in and this this leads us to our next day which is the 24th christmas eve grand the grandma she's talking to the kids about krampus and it's funny because like she tells the story and the animated story in like pure english doesn't she because i think mm-hmm. even uh the ant like makes a comment she's like i knew it english and uh she's now talking to the kids like in german again and max is translating for her yeah and uh she says something and the the she's telling the two uh butch sisters she's like you know and they're like oh what did she say and it's not max that answers it's the aunt and she says she says, says we're, we're fucked and then the, yeah, and, and then, then the nods like yeah yeah, yeah, she's like, yeah well max even says he's like how did you know what she said and then dorothy's like because i'm old enough to know when life is coming at you with its pants down <laughs> she's just great mm-hmm. It's like, if we're going to die, we're going to die. But, you know, let's just face it. End of story. Linda's upstairs at this point because she's kind of like, I'm guessing, mourning her son because she's looking at his presents that she was going to give him. She notices that there's like a weird, you know, kind of box sitting there. Yeah. And I think it's it's from the, I think it's the presents that are from the sack because they look like old presents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. The the adults, they, they kind of do... They get the, the the map of the surrounding area, and they finally come up with the plan. They're like, you know, we'll we'll go go straight to. Like, I think they they go. They say we'll go to the subway or something. Like they'll take the Hummer out, and then they've got this whole like plan, which that's what they say. They say they're going to go for the snowplow, and then they'll use the snowplow to get to wherever. Because I think Max or one of the sisters, they say, you know, like what if we get to the next place and it's just like this, and then the dads are like, we'll just keep driving until we reach lights or something like that and upstairs the the presents from the sack they start moving on their own max is kind of like looking out the window at this point this is a cool i mean this reminds me of signs um he kind of looks out the window with his binoculars and he spots Krampus just like chilling on a roof like yeah, it's pretty out. fucking eerie yeah, it's really cool because you can see him, his breath coming out as well. So, like, his breath's kind of, like, surrounding him as it comes out. It, it makes him look, like, smoky even. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's, like, a proper demon. Um, but then when he looks again, Krampus is obviously gone. So, the the two sisters, they go upstairs to... I think they say they're using the toilet because the ants, like, blocked up the one downstairs, which is hilarious. And it's funny because I've, I'm pretty sure the ant says something earlier on. because She's like, this fancy food messes with my pipes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. so, like... Yeah, so she's wrecked the fucking toilet. And it's funny, did, did you notice that she, one of the sisters says, uh, do you think they took Howie because of the time we painted the cats? <laughs> That's a story you, in itself. Why are you painting cats? Look, I want to know how they held a cat down long enough to paint. Yeah, I think because that, a cat's not going to fucking you. let you do yeah. that. Like, yeah, a dog would be like, "Yeah, paint me," but a cat's going to be like, "I'll take your fucking face off, mate." Um, but they hear uh, Beth 
talking to them from upstairs and they kind of go like fucking hell you know everybody's been looking for you they're all kicking off like you need to fucking come downstairs and then beth's like no i need to come up and look at something so they go up to her and then from downstairs we hear the the sisters screaming at this point max uh he admits to his grandma that this is probably his fault that this is all happening and uh tommy sarah and linda they head upstairs to you know fucking investigate what's happened and they find all the presents have uh ripped open now did you notice i think this is a reference to alien because it's pretty much the exact same shot of when they find the egg. No, I didn't pick up on that, but that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, because the present is like ripped open and it looks like the egg's opened. And it's like, it's pretty much exactly the same shot when, um, I can't remember his fucking name, but he goes, it's, uh, you know, John Hurt, his character, he goes (laughs) and he he shines the torch on on the egg and the egg opens. And it's, it's like very similar. It's, I'm, I'm putting money on it. It's an alien reference. It was really cool. But they, they find something horrible in the attic, and it is the thing that comes from the jack-in-the-box, which is some horrible, like you said, slug. It's fucking grim. Yeah, it looks cool like, as fuck, though. Like Some of the monster yeah, but designs in this film are incredible. Yeah, but I, I generally think this is like probably the... Scare- apart from Krampus, this is probably the scariest one because it just looks wrong. Yeah. You know the fact that it's got no legs or anything, it's just like crawling around. Yeah, it's like a but, genuine um, nightmare fuel. Yeah, they walk up to it like mid-eating one of the sisters as well. And it's great because it's eating her like a snake. It's just like yeah. swallowing her down. Yeah. It's great because there's a, an, a thing reference as well because Tom turns around and he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> Yeah. And all I could think of are you fucking, fucking kidding. kidding. Um, and then downstairs, Howard is attacked by the gingerbread men. Mm-hmm. This is the scene that I was on about that's fucking like pure gremlins because they're just causing so much shit. I think they shoot him with the like, is it a nail gun or something? Yep. Yep. Because he has to hold like a chopping board and it comes through. It's a great scene. And then this is where like all of the fucking monsters kind of come out at once upstairs because they're, they're attacked by the, the jack in the box. And then this, like, I'm guessing it's supposed to be the, the not their angel, but the angel from the top of the tree. And it's like, I don't know, it's fucked up. Well, it's even got, like, demonic symbols, like, carved into its carved head. Carved into its head, yeah. I'm guessing that means something. Yeah, it must Maybe do. from German folklore or something, I guess. But they get attacked by a rabid teddy bear as well, which looks cool. And they get attacked by an evil robot, I think. It's like this weird fucking red-eyed... Yeah, yeah. Just a generic robot toy. Howard is... Uh, Howard's nearly... There's this great scene because he, he kind of like... I can't remember what he shoots, but he shoots something and it, it kind of turns into like a Save and Private Ryan scene because the, the gingerbread men are all running about in slow motion on fire. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a gaslight, isn't it, that he shoots? Yes, that's it, yeah. I can't remember the life of me what he shot. And uh, there's like one gingerbread left and he like makes like this last ditch effort to get Howard. So he picks up this sharpened candy cane and then just runs and does this like slow mo jump. And he's like, <laughs> you think it's gonna get him? You're like, oh holy shit, Howard's gonna fucking die. Yeah, and then Rosie, the dog, the, uh, the bulldog. Yeah, she she saves it. It's great him. because she he like opens his eyes and Rosie's like unfazed, just eating this gingerbread. <laughs> like, the dog doesn't even realize that gingerbread men don't usually fucking no. walk. 
the, the bit comes up now that I was on about that reminded me of Hereditary because uh, Tony Collette gets hanged by the by the angel. The angel wraps her up in Christmas lights and then like wraps around the uh, the attic beam. And uh, Linda kind of has like a action hero moment at this point, doesn't she? She uh, she stabs the teddy bear in yeah. the eye and then she kind of like run runs past, cuts the cuts the 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 Christmas lights so that you know fucking um sarah can get away and then she kind of runs at the um the jack, the jack box in the box with an axe and she's kind of i think she says something like give me back my kid or something she said she says hey you give me back my kids you fudger yeah because she kind of fumbles with it doesn't she which i yeah. assume is just the mum thing because she's obviously had to catch herself without swearing for a while mm-hmm. she's like yeah exactly my kids, yeah. you fudger and unfortunately the jack in the box goes through the vent just before she brings the axe down. But they do find the other the other sister who yeah. is like ready to be eaten. But yeah. One out of two ain't bad, I guess. Yeah. And then the the I think Sarah finishes off the robot as well. Yeah. So they they run downstairs and uh the, the bit you're on about where he's like, you know, I'll, I'll believe anything. I've just got my ass kicked by some gingerbread men. And they can hear the jack in the box screaming in the vents and Sarah says something where she's like, oh it sounds like it's panicking. It's trying to get outside because Tommy's like, well, we boarded up everywhere so it can't get out. And then fucking Rosie, the dog meets the Jack in box in battle. Like Max opens the, the vent and they're like, you know, what are you doing? He's like, I think Rosie wants to face it. So fucking Rosie, the bulldog gets into the vent and you can hear her like fighting with the, with the jack in the box and she I, f- I think she does like quite a bit of damage to it because it seems fucked after this but it unfortunately kills the dog or dog i assume because you don't see the dog and you hear it yelp i don't need this and in then, a christmas movie i don't need dead no. dogs i'm just glad you didn't see it do you know what I mean? yeah at least, yeah at least you didn't see it fight and at least the dog went out as a champion i suppose <laughs> yeah um but yeah the the it goes silent and then the jack in the box like falls through the ceiling because i'm guessing the ceiling can't take a giant jack in the box and a fat british bulldog at the same no, time no a bit, bit too much for it luckily the dog doesn't fall out either so you literally oh don't see god that. that would be fucking can you imagine traumatizing just this saying, that would have been worse yep so thank god um but yeah the jack in the box actually seems fucked he kind of like raises its head as if it's like got a hangover or something what i am fucked howard is about to finish you know finish the job but he's attacked by the angel again and then aunt dorothy like does the fucking you know commando thing she picks up the fucking shotgun and one shots the teddy they like throw the angel at her she one shots that and then she points the gun at the jack in the box and tommy's like and dorothy finish it and then dorothy's like with pleasure and it's it's so annoying because she doesn't get a chance i just wanted her to get that final kill but um the elves break in unfortunately they hit they hear like jingling and then the grandma they do like a close-up of the grandma and she's like yeah. elves yep she knows exactly what's going on yeah and they they come in they break in they wrap fucking aunt dorothy up and it's fucking great because before they like they wrap her up in chains to like pull her out and she just looks at the rest of the family and goes well i'll see you in hell <laughs> gets dragged out oh. oh she's a she's a champion until the end they take the baby as well yep just run off with the baby yeah no no one's fucking safe in this film but yeah we'll kill babies no. and dogs 
Don't give yeah. a fuck. This is what you want in a Christmas film, right? Dead yeah, dogs, the baby dead babies. Than the, uh, than the dog. Howard kind of like just goes out with it, doesn't he? He kind of like jumps on it and he's like, you know, I've taken my kid and then just gets dragged out. He, he jumps onto the jack in the box, I think. Yeah. And it just gets dragged out with it. And then the rest of the elves kind of like surround the, the remaining family, but just before they're about to make the kill, I guess. They're uh, they're warded off by I think Krampus howls, so it's kind of like they they it's kind like, of have yeah, a it's like a call, isn't it? Yeah, you know, like you're calling your hunting dogs back. It's that kind yeah, of thing. Where yeah. It's like you know, nope, we're not done yet. So they decide the rest of the family are like right, you know, the the house is broken into. There's no fucking heat. We've just got to make a break for it. Like there's nothing else to do now. We have to just go. And uh, as they're walking out, the grandma. She's standing in the doorway, and Max kind of notices. He's like, you know, Grandma, what are you doing? And she just, like, looks at him and goes, be good, and then shuts the door. And I think the 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 dad wants to go back in, but Max is like, no, I think she wants to to face Krampus. Like, she's trying to, trying to help. But she's cripplingly old. Yeah. What chance has she got against ancient demons? <laughs> I know. It's funny as well, because Krampus remembers her. Inside the house, this is where we get our first proper look at Krampus. Because he, he comes down the chimney. Awesome. No, it's a really good creature design. I don't know if you knew this, right? But Because um, I was like, fucking hell, that's, that's even creepier. But you know how he's got that like kind of motionless face? Yeah. That is apparently, from I, I did some research on the design, that is actually supposed to be Santa's face that he's wearing over his... Fucking hell. Lovely. Yeah. I was like, because I just thought it was just like a demon face. You know what I mean? It yeah. was supposed to be like some sort of fucked up Santa. But no, it's actually supposed to be like Santa's face that he's put over him. So in this universe, Krampus has killed Santa Claus and claimed his I guess his so. Like, or a Santa. I, d- I don't know. Like, But yeah, he's, uh, it's, it's, that's supposed to be like a rotting face. <laughs> Which is great. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, you know, him and the grandma, they don't really talk or anything, do they? They kind of just have like a face off. And it, it seems like you can tell Krampus remembers her. And he he shows her his, his sack, which I never thought I'd say that about a Christmas film. Get your sacks out. Uh, and then there's like, she kind of peers in and there's loads of like more evil gifts that just like jump at her before the, the camera cuts. So even the grandpa's, uh, grandma's dead now. So the the remaining family trek through the, the storm and they are being pursued by the snow tremors. And Tommy decides like, you know, obviously because of his family, you know, I'm going to stay behind and hold them off. Shepherd's quite a cool. his flock. Yeah, yeah, he even says that, doesn't he? Yeah. Like calling back um, Howard saying it. And it's, it's quite a cool shock. It's like bird's eye, and you can see, like, wherever it, it's kind of. Do you not think this reminded you of Alan Wake, this scene? <laughs> yeah, no, you know, you know that you mention it, yeah. You know, it's like just, you can only see the things, like, where his torch is pointing, and then he's, like, yeah. shooting it. It just looks fucking cool. And uh, he, he does a, a good job, but he's taken pretty quickly. And then Linda is taken. Uh, they all get kind of taken out quite quickly at this point like linda's taken away and then um sarah gets uh the the butch sister and max into the the van just before she's taken and then max tries to like start the snowplow and i was like what is their plan here because can he even reach the fucking pedals and how I does don't he think know he how can. to drive well a even says like i don't know how to drive this thing yeah 
it's like the, the you know the 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 butch sisters like come on we've got to go we've got to go it's like, how yeah i don't know how to drive never mind a fucking snowplow which i assume has got more gears than a normal car i would imagine so yeah and um, even, even but, if they do start it like it's not going to be the quickest vehicle no. These snow tremors are pretty fucking fast. Well, they don't even have to wait for the snow tremors because the, the elves appear again. Yep. Did you, did you not think it was great? These snow tremors are hilarious as well because one of the elves get taken by the snow tremor. <laughs> so it's like the snow tremor doesn't even give a shit. It's just no. like, give me food. Like, get the fuck out of my way. Um, so the, the sister is taken and uh, Max has to... He goes and finds... No, no, sorry. He he comes face to face with Krampus, like reveals himself to to Max at this point because he's taken like all of his family. And if you remember back to the the animated story from the grandpa uh, grandma, she was um, left as a reminder. And this time it is Max that's going to be left as a reminder because mm-hmm. he uh, he gives him like this this little like bronze bell. It's like it's a, it's a bauble, isn't it? Yeah, like a bauble. And he's uh, he's wrapped it in Max's ripped up letter as well. Grandpa's kind of like fucks off. And then Max is, uh, he's not having any of it. So he goes back into the storm and finds Krampus like hanging about with his crew, like the the sleighs there, which is fucking cool because all the reindeer are like fucked up as well. Yeah, they're like fucking monsters themselves. Yeah, I think I think their heads are just skulls, aren't they? Fair play to fucking Max. He walks right up to him and he's like, "Hey, asshole! I take back my wish," and then throws his belly. And I was like, "Go on, Max, you're a fucking diamond." And uh, where the bell lands, it kind of falls through the the snow, and then that causes kind of like a crack in the in the ground, and it kind of like begins to like rip open, like hell style. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a fucking crater to hell. And like the CGI and, uh, on it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, because I, I'll say like some of the CGI for the gingerbread men and it's like great. The, yeah, um, it's genuinely really yeah, good. Not something the, we get the, to say very often on this show. No. It's got good CGI. Especially for like the budget that this film Yeah, had. I can't imagine. I, I don't it think it was huge that big. Budget. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. But um it was decent CGI for the budget it had. Mass a max kind of like faces Krampus and he's begging at this point. He's like, take me instead, which goes back to what his, you know, his, his grandma said at the beginning, because she says, you know, the real spirit of Christmas is about self-sacrifice. It's about, yeah. you know, spending time with your family and giving up things, you know, gifts, gifts aren't supposed to be for the sake of it. Gifts are supposed to be like, because you're sacrificing something to give somebody something else during this period. 15 million budget. Was it? Yeah. It's not that good, though, is it? It's like it's not that big of a budget. No, I mean, it's not 100 million, is it? So there's this kind of moment where, like, Krampus and all of his crew kind of, like, go silent because they seem to be... Like, he even wipes a tear off, uh, off Max's yeah. face. Yeah. And you think it's like, oh, you know, because Max has got the lesson, you know, he's, like, you know, kind of, like, coming round. Yeah. And then Krampus just starts laughing at and you're him. like oh this has not gone the way we thought it was no and then the the sister is thrown into the hole and then krampus grabs max and he's dangling him over the hole himself and then fair play to max like even to his last bit he's kind of like you know i'm sorry like i didn't i didn't want this to happen and then he drops him and then he's dead and that's it um no, Max wakes up on Christmas Day. It was all just like, a dream. Oh, yeah, can you imagine? I'm well annoyed. I'm not even that fond of this. Like, I, I, I like it, but 
it's a it's a it's teetering the line this this ending they kind of like wrap it up quite well but i'm still not a fan of these kind of you know where it's kind of like all kind of forgotten about which it isn't i'll explain now so max wakes up on christmas day he goes downstairs and then all of a sudden like everybody is happy now aren't they like yeah. even howard's kind of like oh you know i'm really i'm really sorry if the dog kept you up at night or you know anything like that and you're like, oh they've Oh, they're all fine now. It's funny because Dorothy's like, I haven't felt this hungover since the Pope died. Like, what, <laughs> what does that line. even mean? <laughs> Pope said, let's get fucking smashed. Yeah. So they exchange presents and um, Max opens one of his and it's the bell. Oh dear. And then it's it's really cool because like everybody has this kind of silent realization where they don't want to say anything because I I think everybody has they kind of I think it's assumed that everybody's kind of had the same dream it, yeah. what they think at this point, do you know what I mean? Like they think it's like oh fuck. Like oh was that real? And then you kind of get like a shot of the family who are quite, you know, like they're all kind of like shocked and yeah. the the shot pans out and it goes out and out and out and then it it kind of comes out into this like a snow globe and this family's like you know this this house is in the snow globe and then as it pans out they're in this like little cabin or whatever and it's got snow globes everywhere Everywhere. which i mean tell me how you interpreted this ending but i assumed it was like these are the people that he's keeping the watch on like if you fuck up again i'm gonna come back I I personally think they're all stuck in an eternal loop of Christmas. Really, I think yeah, 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 no, yes, yeah, I think they're all. It's I think the message is Krampus is like I'm going to show you the fucking true meaning of Christmas forever. Yeah, I think yeah, they're just going to wake scarier. up every day and it's Christmas. Probably imagine. I can do that. <laughs> At least that's how yeah, I that's how there's... I interpret it. Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean. <sighs> I looked up and that that is obviously one of the uh, things. It was just like I don't I don't know how I interpreted it. It was like I feel different about the ending. I think every time I see it. But yeah, I mean that's a, a good ending, I suppose, if you can interpret it how you want to interpret it. But we get one last like little, you know, Jump the whole scare. the murderer comes back for one last scare, and it's it's like every single one of the monsters that's been in the film all at once. They all kind of like jump up at once, and then it it kind of like finishes. It ends. And that's the end. That is Krampus. Now, one thing I'll say before we get into the ratings: Did you watch the credits at all? A little bit, because Seth Green does one of the voices oh. for the monsters. Oh yeah, I could believe that. Yeah, but it was weird because, like, I was I was in Max's room. He's got like three robot chicken posters, and I was like, "Why has he got this many robot chicken posters?" I was like, "Is this like a film an advertisement for robot chicken?" And now it makes sense. Now. Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, I, I'm guessing he was one of the uh, gingerbread men. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Because he's called Dumpy, and then there's like Dumpy, Lumpy, and Clumpy or something, which I can only assume are the gingerbread men. And they're the only monsters that like really talk, aren't they? They're the only one that make any sort of humany sounds. Yeah, yeah. Because like, there's there's just like one, I remember there's one point where like you know after they've just been saved from Private Ryan and they're all like running about on fire. And they kind of like notice Howard sitting there, and one of them's like, "There he is, get him!" And then that's when that guy starts running it with a fucking sharpened candy cane. Yeah, yeah, that's our Christmas film for this year. And that is our last movie review of season two. Fine. Do you want to uh, slay on into your ratings? So I was kind of teetering between a, uh, a five out of five and a four out of five. 
Right. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for, with a four point five out of five. Um, just because I've always felt that the end of this film seems a little bit rushed. It seems like, like you know, the last scene where they're all running away. They oh, all just yeah. get. Yeah. It just happens. Do you know what I mean? It's like you don't really get. I mean, I guess that's the point, but you don't really get a chance to be like, oh fuck, she's dead. Oh shit, she's dead. Oh shit. Yeah, there's not really any. That's one of my only. Yeah, yeah. There's no like. They all so kind of just. Yeah. You know, like where the rest of them kind of get like memorable deaths. Yeah. And then like at the end, it's like four people get taken in about two seconds. Apart from, um, apart from that, I think the film's pretty spot on. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's everything I like in a movie, especially like a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. You don't usually get like Christmas horror comedies that they're, they're not that popular i would say like it's you know you've got gremlins i think they were more popular before this is kind of like i feel like krampus is kind of like a throwback in this um, yeah i was about to say the same thing because there seems to be a lot of christmas horror films in like the 70s and 80s you had stuff like exactly like yeah. christmas and silent yeah. night deadly night whereas nowadays you don't really get them no like is every kind of now and again like this is the only one i can I, especially of. in a mainstream like setting like, of this course was a yeah of course theatrical yeah. christmas film but it's a very very in my opinion a very good throwback yeah um, it, i think it does everything right it's uh the effects are really good for what it is um the first half of the film i think is phenomenal because the uh the build-up and the scenes with like you know the the, the scene with krampus running across the roofs is probably one of my most memorable uh, scenes out of any film, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Like, it's so well done. That is how... The, the, the best thing is as well, like, Michael Doherty knows how to build up a monster because, yeah. like, Krampus is teased all the way through it. And, um, and then the payoff is just as good. Like, nine times out of ten, you see a monster movie and it builds it up and then you see the monster and you're like, oh, that's what it is. Whereas, like, Krampus is fucked up. And uh, the best thing about Krampus is it's completely practical. It looks yeah. fucking awesome. Like, literally, the only CGI things in this film are just things that they genuinely couldn't get away with. Like, yeah, like the gingerbread like, men and the crater to hell. Yeah. And like, you, you're not even bothered by the CGI because it's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the angel's practical. The robot's practical. The uh, the the Jack in the Box is practical because that's fucked up. The elves are practical. Krampus is practical. It's literally only the teddy bear and the and the gingerbread men that are CGI. And yeah. like you said, they've got so much personality that it it makes like the CGI better in a sense. But yeah, I think the cin- cinematography in this film is fucking class. Yeah, like, there's some, some incredible awesome. shots in this film. Yeah, like uh, you know, some of the shots of the house in the dark and the storm, it looks fucking awesome. And then there's the shot with uh, Tommy fighting off the snow tremors is fucking great as well. And again, the sound design is incredible. Like some of the monsters are... And I love that there's there's like a scream from the thing in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, it seems like kind of like, you know, kind of like a Tarantino thing to do. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, I'm going to throw this in here like... It's just, it's so good for horror fans because there's so many references. You're like, oh, oh, oh. And it's, uh, you can tell that Michael Doherty like really gets horror. Yeah. Especially like horror comedy. But yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it's a really especially, good movie. Like uh, I said. Especially horror themed around holidays by the sounds of it. I mean, I've still not seen yeah. Trick or Treat. But Trick or Treat. Never, really, yeah, I've, Trick I've or Treat never heard anyone really. say anything bad about that. No. It's, it's this film, but for Halloween. Yeah. When he announced that he was doing Krampus, I was like, oh my God, you're doing a Christmas one now. This is he, needs, he needs to do a movie about the Easter Bunny next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fun factor, it's five out of five. I love this movie. Like I said, I just get 
a very slight decrease in enjoyment at the very end, just because mm. like it's it so is, like boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it wraps um, up so but, quick. Like the end, the whole yeah. third act feels like it's five minutes long. Which is it's which is pretty good until the very end because like there's so much coming at you. You know, like the all the battles that they have. It's like yeah. that's cool because that's you know that that's all in your face. It's supposed to be, but it's just like the very last ten minutes or so that are just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, um, that is the only reason. I'm giving it a 4.5 for the film, but for fun factor, it's like, see this movie. You'll yep. love it. Mm-hmm. It's, there's, it's got a nice little message in it, but it's nowhere near too heavy. Do you no. know what I mean? It's no. just like, it's kind of like, it's got the Christmas message in it while still being just a fucking badass movie. And it does feel um, like a Christmas movie. Like, yes, it does. Yeah, it may, maybe yeah. not fun for the whole family, but you know, if, you, if your family's into horror films, it, I think it definitely deserves to be in Christmas rotation. Yeah. And the good thing about it is, it's it's light enough that you could show this to kids. Like, yeah. I, I think yeah. it's only a twelve. Oh, no, it's a fifteen. Is it a fifteen? Yeah, I know they do drop a fucked, but I think that's the only swear that they use because i think even like linda even does the whole fudger thing doesn't she so um i think you could edit this film to a 12 if they really wanted to yeah i mean yeah i mean well, again I like didn't. some of the deaths aren't even that gruesome like you don't yeah. really see anything the, the bloodiest bit is when the bear gets stabbed in the eye but it's green and his eye everywhere yeah yeah and then maybe when the ant shotgun in the uh I'm, the, I'm looking the, at the, the case now. You know how it always has a uh, a reason for why it's got its rating. Yeah, it just says strong threat. Yeah, so I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I get more of a, I get more of a scare from the build up in this film than I do from when it all kicks off. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. So the 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 creature designs are scary, but it's played in like such a slapstick way. Like even the Jack in the Box when it falls through like the ceiling, it's kind of like, Ooh, you know, like you yeah. half imagine it's got like birds flying around its head, you know, like knocked out. So like, I, I, even the, the more scary, I think this would be a fairly good film for introducing people to horror. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Cause it, it's quite light and then it's, it is still quite horrifying. Your ratings, mate. Uh, so like you, I was tossed up between a four and a four and a half. Um, yeah. I'll be generous and give it the four and a half because it's yeah. it's a good film. It's it's really well done. Uh, I get what yeah. you mean. I, I was literally humming and harming between four and a five. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. Like... I don't think it quite ever reaches a five out of a five. But it's no. It's just it's just a good film. Yeah, it's not one of those films that you can really like fucking you know study. It's just yeah. like it's just a good horror film. It's just a good christmas horror film if you want one and like you say this day and age there's not really that many out there so creature designs are great there's some great cinematography the cast's really good yeah of course i didn't mention that yeah the the acting in this film is top notch yeah even even which is usually even the kids are good which is usually where a film can lose you yeah no they're they're all pretty good yeah they sell it very well yeah, it's got good horror, but still feels Christmassy. So I think it ticks both boxes, and it's funny. No, it is really funny. Yeah, like some of the lines and the, the dialogue in this one was hilarious. So yeah, four and a half fun factor, and full on five out of five fun factor. Yeah, it's it's hard not to get that Christmassy well, even, feeling when you're watching this. Yeah, like even the even the problems don't really detract from it. It's just like, no. it's just a good film. Like yeah. it's just a fun yeah. movie. Right, uh, I think that wraps up for this week and this season yes i think we've got we've got a little wrap-up episode 
for yeah, the similar, end of the yeah, similar to last year, there'll be a quick little mini episode before we yep. take our hiatus. And, and then we'll be back. wish everybody a happy Christmas. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate. Yeah, of course, yeah. Have a have a good December twenty fifth because it's it's been a pretty shitty year for everyone. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, generally, like happy holidays. Just just have a drink and yeah. eat a lot of food and just stop worrying about it for a bit. Like, yep. you might as well do a Dorothy. Like, if we're fucked, we're fucked. But yeah, we'll be back next week with a little quick roundup. We'll see you then. Bye bye. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Can you look after the kids, please? Why me? I never liked kids even when I was one.